To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. This is a weekly podcast where three friends get together to discuss in detail their favorite topic, theme parks. In our first episode, we go back to where it all began, Disneyland. I'm Molly. I'm Ashby. And I'm Cheryl. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. everybody and welcome to our podcast we are so excited to talk to you today about our favorite topic theme parks but not just theme parks disney theme parks and what a better place to start than with the one that started it all disneyland wow that was so eloquent thank you i i've got goose pimples right now thank you so here's the thing guys Originally, it was just called Disneyland because it was the only part of it. Wait, as opposed to what? <laughs> well, now it's Disneyland Resort, Disneyland Park. Ah, I right. see. Right, the, the see. nomenclature. It had to just start with a dream. Mm. Mm. And I don't know where we're diving mm. into, but can I tell you, I have heard the story of Walt Disney sitting on a darn bench in front of a carousel thinking about how he needs a place to enjoy with his whole family and daughters. Right. But I did mm-hmm. not know that that park was Griffith Park. Yeah, I've actually been there. I've seen the carousel. What? Yeah, that he like that like inspired his his uh dream of Disneyland. It's kind of a, an emotional thing to visit. Like especially if you're a, like a huge Disney nerd. It's it, if you're ever in California in LA, go to Griffith Park. They advertise it as the place. Uh it's it's yeah, it's great. How close is it to the observatory? Um, it's actually well. If you climb over the mountain, oh, it's really close. Over, yeah, Hi- hiking, hiking. Yeah, gotcha. it's because Griffith Park is like this huge amount of land. I didn't know that until I moved out here, and I was like, oh, geez, to get from one place to another, it's quite the journey because it's huge. So, anyways. Gotcha. And they have a zoo. Like, I know this isn't a podcast about Griffith Park, but well, I can go on about it. Well, I mean, it. pivot. It's now, it's now a podcast about zoos, I think. <laughs> and, and, and the things that are not a zoo. <laughs> right. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But anyways, yeah, you can go and visit that. So go check it out. Look it up online. It's a lot of fun. Well, not to be a total conspiracy theorist. <laughs> sub Subtopic. Is that... So I've heard that story a million times too, Cheryl, that Walt went to the, he was eating peanuts and he couldn't play with his daughters. And so he was going to build a park that was where families could have fun together. But is that, is that a little bit of a Disney legend, right? Oh, probably for sure. Because I mean, Not that I don't believe that that happened, but it just feels a little too much like a Disney movie moment, right? Where it's just like, like the heavens parted and light shone down on him with like a peanut falling out of his mouth and being like, I'm going to build Disneyland. Yeah, it definitely has like that, like, uh, it's almost like it's, that's too good to be true, Too good to be true a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, like that can't have been the one moment. Correct. Um, 
I was digging into it a little bit, and there. So this is again to join the ranks of internet conspiracy theorists all over the world. Um, subtopic Disney. Um, there is also there's several versions of this story. The Griffith mm. Park one being probably the most well known. I'd say probably among Disney fans because I agree, Ashby. It is kind of a very warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Like I I want that to have been kind of yes. what happened, right? Yeah, and no matter what you say right now, it's still going to be correct. <laughs> Right, that's your version. You can just you can just pause me for the next five. I've I've been there, and it's true. It's true. When I was there, it also happened to me, Ashby right. Lamb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, but so it, and you know what? Maybe this was the inspiration, but there were other bits of inspiration too. So, um, also the fact that like the Chicago World's Fair, um, apparently being like a huge inspiration to Walt because his father was um employed there maybe as like a construction worker but it was the idea of this like huge grand fancy um rides museums attractions kind of um place it was like at a it was more grand than like your seaside attraction or like um wasn't that the place where the first ferris wheel was ever like debuted or whatever I mean, probably. I think I think the Chicago World's Fair specifically was known for like to be very wildly innovative. It was just like it was spectacular, you know. Um, and I think there were like the Coney Islands of the age, but those were like more known to be dirtier and grimier and just you know crime and all that stuff. So I think um, maybe the Griffith Park legend, I'm gonna call it probably did happen but i think the actual inspiration probably was drawn from a couple different things um also including a lot of like the european um amusement parks of the day as well were a lot that were a lot more grand um than anything happening stateside and cheryl i think you went to one of those yeah i definitely heard that the tivoli gardens over in denmark were one of the ones that gathered inspiration and i will tell you after being in um the Netherlands, they have a park called Eftelane, and that place is definitely a storyland. Yes. Yeah. No, that one was specifically mentioned several times of just like it's super, super themed to fairy tales yes. specifically. They have um, an entire garden that takes at least two hours to go through successfully, but it covers, you know, Hansel and Gretel, Rapunzel, almost anything Disney that you could possibly think of. But based on what I gathered from your instagram photos of this trip. <laughs> in, a, in a much more grotesque way than anything disney would ever do oh absolutely the old story where whoever rapunzel was dating fell out of the window and lost his eyesight then something about her hair makes it come back yeah like the uh, nitty-gritty did, I, see i didn't i didn't know that happened <laughs> oh so this story. is this is like more of like the original i gotcha like the original tales what was the oh my gosh like the like, Brothers Grimm and all of the actual. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone died in order for this to happen, but Disney cut <laughs> right. all that middleman out. But these sort of like super um, heavily themed experiences existed elsewhere prior to Disneyland, um, especially in Europe. Um, but in the United States, they were a lot more like carnivals or seaside attractions, or I think probably Griffith Park, right? Like the merry-go-round 
or carousel. I don't know the difference. I w- There's difference, I wonder right? if he had all of this inspiration and then the Griffith Park moment with the peanuts was like, gosh darn it, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That yeah. was like the, yeah, the breaking moment. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Or just like, we should do this. And then he was like, where, what can I point to is like a good starting. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, that crazy ass park in the Netherlands. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Which is on my list now after seeing all those photos, sure. You have to Yeah, I didn't even know it existed. Oh. Oh, my gosh. You need to look it up. Or not. Like, maybe not when the sun has gone down. Okay. (laughs) I'll wait till daytime. It's frightening. I feel like it is definitely content for another podcast, but it still haunts my nightmares to this day, but in the best way possible. Like, I feel like a part of my soul will be trapped in that theme park for the rest of my life. Probably. And and so how's it pronounced again? Efteling. Efteling. And where was it located? It's in the Netherlands, so it's about an hour okay. outside of Amsterdam. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Guys, I'll go on for days, but like I said, I'll save it for a different pod. <laughs> Got it. For another episode. Coming soon. Coming soon, guys. Um. So, actually, let me back up just a little bit. We kind of just dove right into history because we all just are such <laughs> Um. When was the first time you guys went to Disneyland? Or have you been to Disneyland? God, I should have asked that earlier. Wouldn't that be a wild ride if we hadn't been? That, <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, like so the shortest boring. podcast ever. Like, nope, never been. So my first adventure to the Disneyland was uh, in 2005. <laughs> it was a, I was graduating mm-hmm. from high school. So I think it was like my family's like, wow, we're not going to be this family living under the same roof. So we better go do something fun. So we went to Disneyland oh. hmm. and then a West coast Disney cruise line cruise. What? Whoa. Yeah. Ugh, that Disney cruise line. Let's, Oh god, Ugh. I can't wait to talk about that. Same. Me too, but I have to go. I have to go on one. I have not been. Oh on Disney cruise. gosh. I know. I guess we're going to have to do it for the pod. We should well, do I mean, a podcast pod. live yes. from live. the Disney cruise line. <laughs> Live from what's the like adults only section called? It like, depends. Live from D Streets. I wanted to call it. <laughs> yes. I wanted to call it mannequins. That's another nope. pod oh. too. That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Nightclubs from yesteryear. Oh mm. yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, in 2005 it was fun though because my dad grew up in San Diego, so Disneyland was his first oh, theme park. Even though, like, I'm from. Or, central florida my whole life so walt disney world was always mine so it was fun to get to go there with him and see the attractions that he really loved because he loved the riverboat which is similar but very different to the one that we have at walt disney world and then they what's the river oh like the mark twain riverboat yeah cool i can't even think of what they call it i mean maybe it's the same thing who knows it might be i think i think it is the same yeah perfect but i mean it was definitely it felt different over there. And then the storybook yeah. land attraction where you ride on like a little small world-esque boat through. I love that one. The it's tiny so little villages from all of your favorite like, Disney movies. All the miniatures. Yeah. Like yeah, Aladdin, well, Princess Jasmine's Palace, and you get to go through the whale's mouth. So that was really fun. I am going to jump in here with an anecdote. Um, oh. <laughs> I, Is there a theme song for that? Like, anecdote time. I, we should come up with, like, a transition. <laughs> 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 yeah. But it's only my anecdotes. I just, right. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a, like Aladdin's intro from A Whole New World. A whole new world. 
<laughs> like yeah it's like it's a segue moment and i just got something to say um no the i think it's called the story storybook canal right sure I, someone fact check me i'm doing it um so i went now i'm just telling my story i guess when i went to disneyland the first time um my dad was uh, we had just gotten a new like camcorder, and he was obsessed with it. And yeah. so that was that, it, like old VHS tape. No, so it was newer than that. It was the like oh, those, they looked like VHS tapes, but they were smaller. But oh, the, I the, remember like, yeah. that being mm-hmm. like an upgrade, big time. Right. Um. And so we have probably no exaggeration, probably eight hours worth of home video footage from that California trip, um, <laughs> which I'm so thankful for. I love home videos, but mm-hmm. he taped the entire like storybook canal boat ride and we happen to have had a i don't know maybe she was tired or maybe i don't know but this the the like um cast member guide who does the whole spiel just had a very nasally um monotone voice and for years my family just quoted her (laughs) 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 just like at dinner randomly god i'm trying to think of like what line she said though she's like oh if you look up the hill it's cinderella castle and she's gonna be late for the ball like it was awful that sounds like a blast awful but also super memorable like i don't i may have forgotten about that ride had it not been for this delightfully monotone oh my gosh that's great it is officially Um, titled storybook land canal boats mm, i do love it i do love that one that's a great great attraction it's so calming and just there's something about miniatures that are undeniably delightful i wish yeah and they always and they opened one up uh in shanghai um which was it was a similar type thing where you go through and you're going through the different scenes of the uh, movies and stuff like that and it was uh it's it's just a great like throwback to the you know attraction at disneyland i love it shanghai shanghai that's another episode that's another one i love how we're gonna like we're listing here's all the things we're gonna talk about someone should be writing these (laughs) got it i'm on it okay cheryl thank you are you typing that on the side like an accordion i am as an accordion also in my iphone notes (laughs) (laughs) we're also sponsored by iphone and iphone thank you for your support of the pod Um, can you tell it's the first episode we are throwing out some free sponsors that's right yeah yeah talking ideas Um, i gonna say so i'm i'm gonna also continue on my story about eight hour home videos so i first went in 1998 Mm. um and that was before california adventure oh oh wow i don't yeah so i don't remember if if this is something i made up or not but i kind of remember that the park there it was just a parking lot like in the front um but i may have made that up that sounds right I, i remember people talking about that it was weird yeah um and we i grew up um, I would probably identify myself as a Disney World person. I like love, love, love Disneyland, but we just went there more growing up. So it's kind of like my home base, I would say. Um, and yeah, so we went in 1998 and I'd already been to Disney World a couple times. And I remember walking around being like, it was all so familiar. Mm. Um, 
but like it, I had a fever. Like it was just different enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Or like right. in a dream, everything was like a little smaller, a lot closer together. I remember thinking like, mm-hmm. um, oh, and this was also I was I was maybe um, eleven or something and I my mom like delegated the role of playing a lot of the planning to me oh, like she bought yeah, me yeah. or I went to the library or something a bunch of the like unofficial and official guidebooks and I remember filling up notebooks with like itineraries which was kind of the beginning of my um interest in all of this I think. <laughs> right <laughs> like I was just like any normal kid like I liked Disney movies well enough or and Disney World I had a good time but I was I became like a little obsessed with the um you know the whole like i don't know the whole um maybe resortness to it or the way you p- kind of plan and you have an itinerary and the whole thing on this trip um and i just well, loved I, yeah it. like i don't understand i don't i don't know how people i mean maybe because i'm similar in the way of like especially with a place that has so much to do like i feel like you have to do some sort of planning or you're gonna miss out you know like Oh, and that's yeah. kind of how that's kind of how I am when I go to the not not as much anymore, but like I can understand how you know it, you would easily fall into like let's put an agenda together to make sure we do everything. Oh, totally, and we like you know I think we rope dropped every day. Um, when, <laughs> yeah. That was the other note I wanted to say too. We stayed in one of those hotels like across the street. Um, maybe we walked a couple minutes or something, but I remember it feeling very wrong that we weren't like getting on a bus or um, going to a parking lot or something. The idea that you could just walk to the theme park and then you, you know, give your ticket in two seconds, you're like walking down Main Street was very, very weird to me. Like, it, um, like I was almost over overstimulated from the outside That's world. That's so funny. Like yeah. it, it took me yeah. a few more minutes to like get acclimated to like, oh, we're at a Disney park. And I think to this day, it's still... That's a little hard for me. I, it's different now, I suppose, because there's much more property um, that you kind of, you know, walk through downtown Disney or whatever. You get a little bit more acclimated to it. But at the time, I remember being, it was, it creeped me out even as like an 11 year old. It was a lot, but I well, loved it. It's such a, that's such a, like a big difference between the two of like, it, Disneyland is, I mean, it's literally in the middle of a city, right? right. Whereas Walt Disney World, you get this feel for the most part that you're, You've like traversed through Florida to yeah. this like this mystical place in the woods, yeah. uh, and it, and it's it's much easier in my opinion to like get lost in the immersion at, in Florida than it is in California. I think. Yes, I agree. Um, and even just the resort, staying on on property resort hotel and getting on the buses and stuff, it just all adds so much to the like all inclusive feeling like you're in a bubble like you're <laughs> um, trapped in florida yeah like trapped in the most <laughs> delightful way oh, i love it it's kind of like like being at the walt disney world resort is like having a gravity blanket like just tra- right. <laughs> traps you in <laughs> by a gravity blanket <laughs> um but yeah and also distinctly remember being way too old to be as afraid of fireworks as i was <laughs> Like, oh, terrified of them terrified of them but loved them like liked watching them um but thought they were like so scary and loud would like watch them from the hotel room like out the window huh. that's so funny yeah so i was cool <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> but like that is what was the coolest thing? That is fun though because I think I'm the exact opposite. Like having grown up in theme parks, I at least know like okay, this is a popular attraction, so if I'm interested in it, I either plan to go there first or get a fast pass if they have it, but I have never planned out my day and like even in oh, going wow. to Efteling over in like the Netherlands, like we literally walked in and just were like, what is this? And had it go from there. But there is a level of just anxiety that comes with it because I <laughs> was so overwhelmed the whole time. But I think that that added to the, wow, I'm here and this is the experience versus, yeah. yeah. So, and I like that too. So if you're coming to Walt Disney World for the first time, it I'm sure it's way overwhelming. Yeah. Well, and it's like impossible to see and do it all and you just kind of have to accept that yes (laughs) and then plant plant and that's where the planning actually comes in handy because then you plan out what is important to you and then you'll see it you won't like waste time watching something that you have no interest in sure i'm trying to think of an example of me well i mean there is there is that other side of it too like what cheryl's saying of how like it's just it's almost like this sense of discovery like when you go in and you don't know what's happening but at the same time, you have to balance it with that anxiety of like, I, because I, we went somewhere, this is a whole different park, but like, it was, I was like, you know what, I'm not planning anything. And we just kind of experienced it. Mm, yeah. But it was hard because like, I was so nervous the whole time, we're going to miss something, you know, yeah. and without looking it up or planning ahead. So yeah, there is that weird, like, you, do you want to experience it more of a discovery type thing? Or do you want to plan it out? So you kind of have to figure out what works for you, I guess. Yeah, you kind of have to know if you're coming back or not. So if I know that I might go back, mm. then it's like, okay, great. I'm going to have this fun adventure. But if not, then it's like, I need yeah. to know everything I need to do now. But I think, bringing it back, classic Molly. <laughs> um, I think that Disneyland lends itself so much more to being more spontaneous. I think it was, not mm-hmm. like, not, I, I, and I don't, I think Walt Disney was amazing. Mansioneers are amazing. But I don't think that there was that much forward thought like I don't think they were like this is going to be our spontaneous park and Disney World is going to be the resort location (laughs) you know that's how people spoke back then by the way oh that's it Um, yeah yeah but I think because of its size and it's like um like footprint size too literally like you can run from Space Mountain to Splash Mountain in like five minutes in Disneyland and it takes 15 in Magic Kingdom you know (laughs) there's literally a size difference um I think you can be a little bit more spontaneous and just the way this like currently the fast pass system is set up so differently and like you have to you know same day booking and all that I think it just lends itself much so much more to being spontaneous and a local park right like Oh, yes. Locals stop in and out all the time to just, like, get the new snack or something, right? Like, it's it's not always, like, a, like, rope drop to fireworks experience, whereas Disney World definitely is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Ashby, Um, what was your first adventure into Disneyland? Yeah. Oh, so, okay, so funny story. My first time to Disneyland uh, was in 2010, early 2010, and it was with our very oh own gosh. Molly. Was that your first yeah. time? That was my first time to Disneyland. Yeah. I didn't even, I should have made a bigger deal of that. <laughs> she yeah. would have planned no. so much more to do. I would have planned <laughs> so much more. I feel like I feel like we brought it up. because I don't remember Because we also had another friend with us, Julie. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if it was Julie. I think it was Julie's first time, wasn't it? Maybe, gosh, I'm a I'm a grouch that I don't remember that. No, I feel because I feel like we did have this like 
celebration that it was our first time or something. We probably told um, everyone. Yeah, I definitely I think we wore buttons for sure. Mm, I feel yeah, yeah. I feel like we had to have. But anyways, uh so that was my first time going and mm. it was uh I mean, one great to be with you two cuz that just made it that much more exciting. Um but also like again, kind of coming from that I was a Walt Disney World, you know, fan and I had I at that point I think I had been working there for like what five or six years or something Mm -hmm. like that and so very familiar with florida versus again kind of like what you mentioned or somebody said earlier like you walk in and it's like oh here's everything like within i can just reach out and touch everything yeah so close and then of course the the reveal of the castle Mm -hmm. uh when you're used to florida if anybody's been through this experience (laughs) you walk into you know magic kingdom in florida and it's like you know there's yeah. the castle it's this big giant you know building and then you walk into disneyland and you're like oh that's the oh there it is i can see it a little bit there you kind of look of... right look right through it sometimes yeah, yeah yeah and uh so that was like you know that's like the first big comparison but i really enjoyed i think for me my favorite part about it was walking through like basically you're walking the same place that I mean, Walt Disney walked like he yeah. he walked through this place. He he had interactions with cast members that still work there. Um, oh, that's wild. Isn't that crazy? Like <laughs> yeah. just just knowing I think it's the history, especially yeah. for a Disney cast member or somebody who's such a big fan of Disney, like knowing that the man who created this was here and just and he touched elements of that park. Yeah, that was just a, a, a really cool experience to have for sure. Yeah, that's and, so true. That that was, you tough. You can you can feel that in that park. There's it's something. There's like a buzz about it or something that feels very special. Yeah, and it, I think like a, a fun memory was just walking through because I think uh, if you're a fan of Disney, you've seen the picture of him like standing in the uh, archway underneath of the castle. Right. You know, on the pathway there, and just like standing there was like a weird. It was a weird moment. Really yeah. neat. Really neat. I love that. I'll be honest. When I went into Disneyland, I thought for sure it was a gate and the castle was behind it. And it took me the entire trip. I kept <gasps> thinking I would come across the castle again. You thought <laughs> you thought the castle was like the was a gate yes. that was hiding the castle. Yep, Got it was it. the beginning <laughs> of the moat and we would go through it. And at some point I would see the castle, but we went to the right to Tomorrowland and kept oh. going around and we never got back to the castle. And finally, oh, at the end of the night, I was like, wait, did we see the castle? And they all made fun of me because I uh, did not <laughs> know it. Like I like I you know I like the the Disneyland the Sleeping Beauty castle. Yeah. I think it's I think it's so cute. Like when you look at a cute see I'm going to sound like I'm condescending rude about it but it's so cute. Um it but it is. I mean that is kind of the word <laughs> for it, right? Um and it's very it's very pretty. And you can go but, into it in different ways. And you can go into it. Actually, that is super fun. That is the cool part. And, you know, they just recently uh, repainted the castle. Yes. Right. So it really, it actually pops a lot yeah. more now, which is kind of weird that you can do that. You can make something not necessarily appear larger in size, but just larger in presence. Yeah, totally. I, it absolutely does. I've, I mean, I've only ever seen it like on um, 
like online photos, but it does. It like almost sparkles mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. way now. It looks yeah. really good. It looks really good, yeah. It's amazing. It's like just it. a rough transition if you aren't prepared and have gone to Walt Disney World your entire life. But it's pretty great. So my question would be for like a di- so we I think three of us probably identify as Walt Disney Worlders. <laughs> I would want to talk to someone who identifies more with as like a Disneylander. <gasps> Do they have like a heart attack? Like, <laughs> yeah, what are because your I'm thoughts? Sure I, right, like I'm sure they. <laughs> I'm sure they walk into Disneyland. They're like, "That's my castle. Like I love you," and they have the same like emotional Main Street reaction. But when they go to Magic Kingdom, are they like, God, God, what? <laughs> they shield their eyes. They're like, yeah. oh, Lord. It's too much. It's, is it a monstrosity? It's obscene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is, is, it, is it obscene? Correct. Is it too big? Is it too showy? And or. Like, are you more worried about Tinkerbell when she flies? Like, that is too high. Is she going to hit by a <laughs> helicopter? <laughs> and or, like, then if you're, like, mystified by it and think it's beautiful, when you go back home, do you have, like, a weird yeah. moment where you're like, this is the one that I married. I don't know how to then return to this life right it's Mm, like mm -hmm. ooh, ooh, gosh how do you how do you put that back in the box you You know (laughs) right no i mean i gotta know i gotta i gotta hear this from a disneylander eventually yes let us know Um, i have some i have some um dates and details about disneyland if anyone wants to hear them just some kind of specs right um jump in with any commentary if, if you'd like um, so Disneyland opened in Anaheim, California on July 17th, 1955. So we just were a couple weeks out from, um, the anniversary of that. Just I, like, I, I'd love to, I'd love to ask, uh, yeah. like why July <laughs> in, in California? Mm-hmm. It, I mean, Florida's 10 times worse, but California in July, like yikes. Huh. And I remember reading, you know, there was a, uh, I think it was on the History History Channel like website or something. There was this fun fact filled article about the opening day and like the heat, it was so hot that the pavement there was like women's high heels were going <laughs> into yeah. the pavement. I read that too. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I mean, I, I've always questioned – we can go on – I'm sure we could have a whole other podcast about, like, <laughs> why did we choose these certain dates to open things when it's yeah. like, what? So, yeah, I would love to know why someone said, let's do it in July. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess vacation time, maybe. Maybe. And I was going to say, it actually – so it opened – so the actually construction um, started on Disneyland the summer of 1954. So my commentary on that is – it only took one year to build, which is that's blowing my mind. Insane, yeah, a little bit. But also, why would you start construction in the summer? <laughs> like, that also seems like that's <laughs> right. Time to start. Look, once you threw that peanut kernel down at Griffith Park, he was like, "We're starting tomorrow. We're it doing is. Yeah. this." It was yeah, right. <laughs> we are not the wasting any more time. Hadn't been carried away by a bird and the concrete <laughs> being poured. But one year, I think about that now because I admittedly follow like construction reports <laughs> a lot like in disney world oh that sounds like so much fun Molly. the skyliner i, I mean those oh. who know me know me i am most excited about the skyliner Gondola more than City. star wars more than ratatouille and like that those are high people <laughs> i need everyone to know for molly those are very exciting but this is how excited for the gondola she is. <laughs> i mean i'm I'm medium medium level excited for most of the changes coming to all the parks. But the gondolas 
are going to be a game changer. I'm a Caribbean beach person. I like to stay at Caribbean beach in the pirate rooms. Pirate suites. And I want... I want to take a gondola straight to Hollywood Studios, and I don't. I don't want to take it. I want to take it solo. I want to take it by myself, preferably in the Star Wars gondola. Park. Well, hopefully, hopefully, or the Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even really love that movie. I just like saying it. But no, like uh. did, Universal just announced a new theme park, and it is mm. not opening in one year. No, 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 no. No. And, and they're, I mean, and Universal's kind of known for being very quick with their construction, and it's still going to take, like, four years. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way. Wow. One year. Oh, um, yeah. I guess I should go on, though, by saying that it opened with, um, I mean, it opened not the park we know today. There were, I mean, it opened with... Um, I think they said four, 16 or so, 14 attractions. Um, and some of those attractions were, like, walkthroughs and gardens and stuff it wasn't it wasn't kind of the uh, Matterhorn Space Mountain Splash Mountain um, Disneyland we know today so that one year even though it is like mind-blowing it's you know it's not exactly the theme park we know today Um, but still impressive and kind of nuts it did open with five lands and I actually have a question mark at the end of this one so five lands it opened with Adventureland Frontierland Fantasyland Tomorrowland and Main Street, USA. Do we consider that a land? <laughs> yes, we do. Okay, I would. I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have voted no, not a land. But Cheryl, I, it I gotta has, hear your opinion on this. It has a train station. Depending, mm-hmm. it has the trolleys. There are attractions mm-hmm. galore. You have character okay. meet and greets. I don't understand what makes it not a <laughs> land. Hall? No, not Hall of Presidents. It's great moments with President Lincoln oh. or whatever. That's a good yeah. point. Disneyland has moments with Mr. Lincoln. Um, but Disney, Magic Kingdom, Disney World does not have that. So I, I guess being a worlder, I'm saying Main Street is just my way to get to the obscenely large castle. <laughs> <laughs> it, for you, so it's not a land. It's more of like a gateway to other like places. A it's a it's a port. Uh, yeah, I consider it a portal. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I never, uh, so I will say I never thought of Main Street as a land until... I was until I was in Shanghai, mm-hmm. and when we were opening that park, it was like th- th- kind of a similar thing where they're like, "Okay, here's all the lands," and it was laid out that way. And Main mm-hmm. Street was a land, not it wasn't Main Street there, um, but it was laid out as a separate land. And I thought, "Oh, okay." And then as we kind of thought through the different attractions and food and beverage and merchandise, and I was like, "Well, I guess technically you're right. This is a huh. land in the park." So. That kind of changed my opinion. But before, I was on your side, Molly, of like, oh, this is just a walkthrough place mm-hmm. where I get to the lands in the park. Yeah. I mean, it gets its own. Yeah. I mean, it's it's its own land, I guess. I think but of I... it as a tree. It is the trunk, and the branches are the back lands. But man, oh, man, gorgeous. you can't <laughs> get there without the trunk. The, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. That's true. I think wow. we're I think we're looking at al- album art there. Great thoughts with Cheryl. <laughs> the main street trunk. Um, <laughs> great moments with Mr. Cheryl. Um, <laughs> um, that's yeah. Wow, I'm speechless. That's gorgeous. Okay, that's a really good. Visual. I have a question. Which is your favorite land, and are they the same between Disneyland and Magic Kingdom Park? Ooh. Well, mine's not Ooh. Main Street. I'm just gonna eliminate that. <laughs> that's such a surprise. I don't think I, anyone's is Main <laughs> Street. 
mean, sounds like it might be yours, Cheryl. <laughs> um, let's see. Disneyland, my favorite is probably... I really like Adventureland, I think, yeah. in in Disneyland the most. It, if I recall, um, it, it was very overgrown, like lush. Like it did, it felt way more jungly um, than other adventure, adventure lands I've been in. So I'd, I'd probably say that. Well, and we haven't gotten to this yet, but I think we both agree that our favorite attraction of all is in Adventureland. Correct. Yeah, my favorite Disneyland attraction is the Indiana Jones ride, mm, which, do we have an mm-hmm. official name on that, Cheryl? I, let me fact check. <laughs> <laughs> I almost yes, said Epic Sun Spectacular, but that's the Disney World. Oh. No. I mean, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. So sorry. My favorite stunt show. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's definitely my favorite ride in all of Disneyland. It is insane. Uh, it's insane that it was... It, still looks as good i feel like as it did when i went i mean it was open in 1998 fact check that um <laughs> i'm on it because i otherwise i would i i, I distinctly remember it. soft and again, opening date bit... was march 3rd 1995 indiana jones Whew, adventure okay. oh i mean it's crazy so um i guess for those who don't know it's a indiana jones ride um where you're in kind of like a trek truck an enhanced um, motion vehicle dark yeah, ride thank you thank you mm-hmm. yeah are you reading that or is that just coming to you, you straight from wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> cheryl are you a person or just like a robot <laughs> but we have robot. we actually have alexa on the I'm line so with us. um or siri whichever you prefer does not compute um there's also one at That's tokyo not. disney sea oh there is i yes. did not know that interesting but i was saying um my favorite part of the ride is actually in the um is when it kind of opens up into the big like cavernous, oh, um, yes. and it kind of pauses, right? Like if I yeah. it, it, or like you know the car pauses and kind of stutters a little bit, and I think that that is just so for being like a um, it isn't a thrill ride, but it is also a dark ride. It's indoor um, with lots of like live set pieces and the whole thing. Um, but most dark rides, no matter how thrilling they are, usually take place in such like confined spaces and you're just like zipping around corners and stuff, which is fun. But Indiana Jones is so different because they, you know, you enter this big room and you can see other trucks going by and stuff. It's just so cool. I love it's it a very, so it's much. a very cinematic moment. And oh, I feel 100%. like, yeah. like, uh, they used to refer that to that, like, what would they call that? Like the, the weenie? Like, <laughs> I mean... Do we like, need to bleep you right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like there was there was this thing uh, that Imagineering would say where it was like you always have like the weenie uh, uh, that was like, I know it sounds so ridiculous when I say it myself, but it's that moment that like grabs you that 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 the, it's like a like that cinematic moment that brings you into the totally. the land or the park or the attraction, yeah. and that's it. Like I mean, that is you feel something oh, yeah. in that moment of the ride it's it's awesome like i is it really called a weenie i am so amazed by this i'm going with that as the official term but someone's gonna be like no that is made up ashby (laughs) it's called it's called like the hot dog right (laughs) (laughs) um no i definitely have come across that reference and i don't know if it's like a disney specific thing but it's definitely i've been like reading all of my um 
Imagineering and like Disneyland books. I own a couple of those, and they they have definitely referred to the weenie. I think. Wow. Um, yeah. The weenie. <laughs> yeah, the weenie. You have to. <laughs> that's say, how they said it back then. That's how we gotta have a real weenie moment. <laughs> wow, this is all weenie. Oh god. Um, uh, Ashby. What yes. What is your favorite ride at Disneyland or attraction? Okay. Okay. So. Oh, my first, because you asked this earlier, was the favorite land, mm-hmm. and my my favorite land is a land that didn't exist when it opened, which is New Orleans Square. Oh. Um, if you consider that, oh, a land. it's so good, know. the jambalaya, yeah. Yeah. the gumbo, or whatever. It's, it just mint juleps. <laughs> Beignets. Beignets. Yeah, there you go. I there just go. got very excited all over again. Ooh. Yeah, it's just a it's just a fun, and I think why I like it so much. It was kind of that first moment that I have a memory of, like when we went to Disneyland. Molly, I don't know if you remember this, but we walked Probably not. into. Yeah, <laughs> seems like a memorable moment for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we walked into New Orleans Square, and uh, Tiana came out yes. with the band, I and do it was like this that. cool, like it was just one of those like intimate moments of like. You just really felt like you were there in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I love, I just love music anywhere, but like hearing the music of um, uh, the band, I don't know. It was just like this New Orleans jazz playing totally. and the atmosphere. It, it was just one of those moments where I was totally immersed and completely forgot. I was even in Disneyland, to be honest. I yeah. felt like I was actually in New Orleans uh, and Tiana. It, it was just a great moment. I do remember that specifically. I feel like we were. I don't know. We maybe we like walked to the side to look at the map or something. We were like down a hallway. Yeah, like yeah, alleyway. yeah, yeah. And the brass band started playing, and Tiana just like came walking out. I distinctly remember that. And that is something we should touch on later too. Is the character interactions at Disneyland are so different. So than other different. Parks. So um, different. Yeah. They feel so much more organic, and as if the characters do just exist there and they're walking out of their house or something. It's insane. Yeah, no, like, totally. Lack of attendance and lines and the whole thing. It's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a wonderful land, New Orleans yep. Square. And beignets. Um, I would just... And, and oh, yeah, I'm beignets. so sorry. I, You're right. <laughs> I agree. I, I side I, with I, Ashby. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I actually had my first beignet there just recently. I, I never got them before. Um, at Disney. Are you a and fan? They, oh, I've had beignets in New Orleans, and now I've had beignets in Disney, and they're great. Yeah, Mickey shaped, like right on and par. There's seasonal flavors. Yes, you can't you can't win it. All right, here goes. I got some fact checking for you. Oh, okay, yeah, here we Ooh, go. Okay. Here we go. So, um, when Walt Disney when Disney World was being built, obviously they would go late into the night with their concepts. So Walt would sometimes have to arrive home later in the evening um, past when, you know, the kitchen was open. So sometimes he would go into the fridge and grab a weenie from the refrigerator. And his dog, Lady, would then follow him through the kitchen because hot dogs, dogs, everyone loves hot dogs. Um, And so he was very, he was like, he would notice the dog would follow him because of the weenie. So then he went back (gasps) to work and was like, all right, guys, we got to find the weenie. What's going to get the guests to follow us through this adventure with us? That's amazing. I love (laughs) that. That's fantastic. So what also, what are your favorite weenies? 
What? Well, you know, I'm a classic. I just like old, you know, just a little mustard and ketchup on my way. Um, I love that story. You know what? Hot take. I like that story better than the Griffith Park legend. I like the weenie legend. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Like, that's a great story. That is a great story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell it to to a lot of people whether they want to so hear then it becomes <laughs> it's become the visual magnets so like magic kingdom maybe a splash mountain the astro orbiter spaceship mm-hmm. earth guys totally gotta the gotta find your weenie yeah also i love that his dog's name was lady <laughs> that is adorable absolutely <laughs> like lady in the tram 100 percent. yeah that's, that's darling ah! <laughs> cheryl that's the fu- that's a fun fact of the century i think Ugh, yeah that's a great. I'm great looking at one. I'm looking at my Thank list you. of fun facts, and they're they're terrible. Can I? <laughs> okay, can I throw out my favorite Disneyland fun fact? Yes. Um, that Doritos were invented at Disneyland, the park. Come Wait, on. what? I okay, am not tire screech sound. <laughs> what? I am not. It is not even a joke. Don't. It is you know, a Cheryl, real thing. I don't appreciate your lies. <laughs> so Doritos were invented because they had their Rancho. Um, I'm going to mess up the name until I get it on my Wikipedia. But they have a Mexican-inspired restaurant, and they made tortilla chips every single day. But I don't know if you know about tortilla chips, but they don't necessarily keep overnight. Right. So to, you know, for cost-saving measures, they uh, would – Instead of discarding them, they would then add seasoning to them and rebake them, thus making them crunchier oh. with a different seasoning. So yeah. Doritos, Spanish for a little go- golden things, were designed at Disneyland theme park to preserve their tortilla chips. Frito-Lay Company saw the popularity of the item and began selling them regularly in 1964 and then nationwide in 1966. How crazy. You know, it is not a coincidence that Doritos are my favorite chip. Boom. <laughs> you know? That's brilliant. <laughs> Brought to you by Walt Disney. Uh, they are delicious. Uh, this section of your podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Doritos. Guys, this is the first episode. We will literally sponsor anyone. <laughs> we were just going to we're gonna throw out brands till someone's interested. Thank you. Right. We're like a NASCAR. We just we labels are. all like, over us. How- you guys can't. You guys can't see me, but I actually have NASCAR across my chest right now. Companies, see how good we are at this? We will talk about your sugar bear hair until it falls out. <laughs> I still don't know what that no. is. No. You've mentioned that several times over the past few weeks. I still don't know. Oh, my gosh. Ay, ay, ay. That's that. a great fact, though. Like, wow. How how amazing that – I how do I – how do I'm a little ashamed that I did not know these things – being such a like fan of Disney, mm-hmm. but also I worked there for 15 years. <laughs> How did I not know this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually pretty upset that you didn't know that. That, you did, right. that this wasn't your fun fact. Yeah, that's nuts. I love it. I love it too. Wait, um, Ashby, what is your favorite attraction though? Did you say that? Oh, oh so right, sorry. All right. Okay, so that's okay. A um, tangent. <laughs> so Disneyland favorite. Okay, I'm just going to go with Disneyland Park. I, I mean, it. I think it has to be... I'm just kind of thinking through them all, mm-hmm. and you can edit out all this dead air that I'm going to create <laughs> I like right it. now. It's so suspenseful. <laughs> My, um, it's like Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down. I'm going to hold it up in a second. Um, it's got to be Indiana Jones. It's yeah, the I. Best. 
it's just such a great uh, and that moment that you mentioned specifically like this the the weenie moment the cinematic moment (laughs) yeah that's just it's such a great attraction yeah and funny enough that we have the same attraction (laughs) in (laughs) Walt Disney World right but it's the twin track layout, right? Yeah, the mm-hmm. the for dinosaur. So, yeah, dinosaur the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, same exact layout in just Disney's Animal Kingdom. In Disney's Animal Kingdom, yeah, and it's uh, I mean, also a great ride. I love, I do love dinosaur. Yeah, but it's shocking that it's the same ride. <laughs> yeah, it is very because like I also think about like you know Indiana Jones where you have that large moment where you can yes. see. So much, and it, to your point, like it doesn't feel confined. It's like you're in this, you know, giant uh, temple, cavern, whatever. And then yeah. dinosaur, you never have that moment. Could you imagine in dinosaur if there was kind of that moment, and you were well? That's I'd say that's a criticism of dinosaur is that it's so dark for so long, mm-hmm. like just periods of darkness. If there was kind of that like pause ah moment and you were just like overlooking a valley of dinosaurs or something, right? With right, force yeah. perspective, whatever, that would be amazing. I mean that would be just an insane experience on that ride. Because I do like dinosaur, but it's it's hard to compare it to Indiana Jones. Very it, hard. Yeah, it, it lacks the that large cinematic moment. Mm-hmm. It, it it has some of the smaller moments, you know, but yeah, I I think they missed out on an opportunity there. I also, my other beef with um, Dinosaur is that I just feel like we're breaking the rules and I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like in Indiana yeah. Jones, you're like, we're on an adventure. We're going to go find uh. the people and save them from wherever they're disappearing but, from. But I went to the Dino Institute to <laughs> learn some stuff and all of a sudden I'm being tagged along on this adventure. Like, I, I don't want to do this. You are basically a criminal now. Yeah, like, no, one, no one asked me, right? I, like we right. voted. I don't want to go to this Late Cretaceous period or whatever the dangerous no. stuff is. I, it, right. He clearly got in trouble for a reason yes. and I don't want to support it. I just... This is actually great to hear because I felt like I was the only one no. in the pre-show that was like, oh, hey, Cosby Mom, this. I right. love you. Yeah. And you're going to take me on this cool, fun, Correct. non-adventurous journey back in time. Correct. And then that just gets like completely thrown oh, over. Absolutely. I would have been the <laughs> right. person Class clown. who like told on him and was like, no, 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 we're not doing this no, no, no. if I got the <laughs> chance. <laughs> We should go next time we go. We should all start like a real big ruckus oh. <laughs> before they no, load us. I don't want to. Hey, I gotta yeah. tell you, he's taken us to the I wrong sh- period, and you gotta change has- it. Our coordinates are not locked in. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true that you know you do learn that like the story does mean everything, and and you know because we love those theme parks, it's become something that we love, like. I love that pre-show now, but I don't like the storyline of it. But how much more yeah. how much more amazing is Indiana Jones because you have that emotional attachment to the story? So much more amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. And Harrison Ford, like, come on. Dreamboat. Yes. Um <laughs> Wait, I do have to ask though, what are you what is your opinion of the uh like the models of Harrison Ford in the attraction? Because to me, uh, like they seem a little off, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, for sure. I so I'm gonna admit I don't like remember that at all. Like I don't mm. I don't remember them. Be, do they not look like him very much? 
I might have to, to, look to me, they didn't. Like I remember, right I remember like looking at them and going, "Oh, okay, they didn't do a great job of." But I also feel like there's a story there that I might not Here's be remembering. Here's the thing: you know, Harrison like, Ford did not sit for like a sculpting or a sizing comparison of his face, so they were <laughs> simply going off of whatever photos they could have. I right. I think there was some sort, and I this is just <laughs> pure out of my memory, so it's probably wrong. Um, but I do remember reading at some point, and that, Cheryl, we should fact check this. Um, <laughs> that Harrison Ford, at a certain point in in maybe the '90s or 2000s, wasn't into lending his like image or voice to to mm. Indiana Jones stuff, mm-hmm. and I think maybe Star Wars stuff. Like I think he was just. Um, kind of a hater <laughs> i don't know i don't know the details and i don't want to color him that way because i really like i him. think there was a time um, period where he wanted yeah he wanted to like be more serious than just the constant indiana jones okay so i'm looking at an image here and yeah it doesn't really look like him at all it's it, it's like one of those things if you close your eyes a little bit it's Squint. like oh maybe yeah the car goes by fast enough <laughs> right right I'm looking at the image of him like he's hold trying to hold the big doors shut yes yeah 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 and it, no yeah. it doesn't really look like him that's funny because I think he's at the beginning with the doors and then I, isn't he at the very end when you're leaving yeah. he's kind of like there he's standing next to it being like wow wasn't that a great thing I did yeah, right <laughs> and you're like yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, I, I've heard a similar story, Molly, about like there was something where it, I, I don't know what it is, but there's a reason why he doesn't look closer to Harrison Ford. Okay. Right. Harrison Ford was asked to reprise his role as Indiana Jones, but ultimately negotiations sure. to secure Ford's participation broke down in December 1984 for defi- definitive unknown reasons. Instead... Mm. David Temple provided the voice of Jones. Ford's physical likeness, however, was nonetheless used in subsequent audio animatronic figures. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. So they kind of made it up as they went along. (laughs) Right. So I have to say this. So we we all like Indiana Jones the best, but it's kind of like an unfair fight a little bit. So what would, if Indiana Jones didn't exist in Disneyland, what's your follow-up? Um attraction that's your favorite honestly i mean and this goes this is just totally appealing to those people but i love mr toad's wild ride i loved it at walt Mm. disney world i'm okay with the fact that it's gone not so much that it's winnie the pooh now but i just when i go there i get really excited to ride it because it reminds me of my childhood it is a super wild ride too (laughs) i i i still ride that thing and i i'm by the end of it, I'm like, what happened? Correct. Why? We are drunk right. driving. It's such a weird. You are drunk such driving. Such a weird We ride. are drunk driving. We get arrested. And you die and go to And hell. then we die and go to hell. Yeah. The, I, the, those are the moments I wish that Disneyland had our sponsor, Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> you, leave, you leave feeling like hungover. You're like, what? And then they'd be like, do we like don't it. recommend driving on our products, but please drink them. Bud Light. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that That's is a, a great one. ride, but it is also like, what the hell? Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. What's your Ashley, what's okay. your What's your follow up? Um, man. Okay. Hmm. I'm like cycling through them all in my head right mm-hmm. now. I I feel like mine is 
the, um, oh gosh, why am I, I'm having a brain fart. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> sorry. Excuse me, everyone. It's sorry. It's a family podcast. <laughs> it's a family podcast. <laughs> um, uh, what the heck? I'm like. I have some great editing software. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to need it for this one. Are because you thinking I'm... of great moments with Mr. Lee? <laughs> <laughs> no. I do love that one. No. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's in Tomorrowland. Ooh, okay. it, it's <laughs> why am I describe it's, it? It's the roller coaster in Space Tomorrowland. <laughs> Thank you, dear God. It's my favorite because I can't remember the right. name. Hyperspace yeah. Mountain. Um, mm, I've oh, never been on though, the oh, any updated versions. I'm super jealous. It's amazing. <sighs> it, for a Star Wars fan, it's like it's beautiful. So cool. Um, but yeah, I like it. I mean, obviously they've done a little bit of work there, but like it's a be- <laughs> like it's just a great ride, especially when you compare it to Walt Disney World. Uh, I don't know. I just like what they've done with it now. Anyways, that's probably my favorite. I have to agree. That would definitely be my second favorite. I love. Um, I distinctly remember like the side by side ride car too. Like instead of mm-hmm. in Magic Kingdom, it's like um, what, what's that called officially when you're like seated one behind. The other, I don't know. I'm sure there's an official name to that. But, a toboggan um, cedar. Toboggan. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. You know, I'm so glad we invested in Cheryl, the fact-checking robot. <laughs> Thank you. Cause, cause we're, I mean, we would just be rambling right now. Um, <laughs> what a good purchase. Um, and you, too, can buy your AI Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> at uh, Participating Targets. Sponsored by Doritos. <laughs> She eats Doritos and then cleans them up. Um, yeah, it's just, I remember, also remember the soundtrack, and this might be made up. They might have the same soundtrack, but I remember the soundtrack being super synchronized in Anaheim and, like, sitting side by side someone. It's just, I think, super fun in a roller coaster. And, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I, I have very distinctive memories of riding it, like, no less than eight times in a row. The very first morning we were there. Loved it. You're not wrong about the yeah, audio, really... though, because in the Space Mountain Disneyland version, they have on on their attraction seats audio, but at Walt Disney World, they can't. They don't have speakers. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, interesting. So how does sound come in in Magic Kingdom? Like speakers in alongside the track? Yeah, in the scaffolding. <laughs> As you whiz by yeah. them. That's... That's so wild. That's a great Now, okay, though. so I have a question for the, the panel here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, has has Anaheim, so uh, Space Mountain, has it always been the way it is? Like, it's, like, it, like the ride and the cars and the track, like it's always been that way since it opened? I believe so. I believe so, too. And I, yeah. I believe Disneyland's Space Mountain is older cheryl fact checking back me up here (laughs) (laughs) because i guess that's where like i have a question of like what what happened like so why did we go to why was the switch florida with this single seat per row Mm -hmm. and what feels like an older ride when i ride it you know what maybe it was that that actually makes more sense that magic kingdom would be older then because they made like improvements to disneyland then because it does feel better. It's a better version. That's that's the, the weird thing to me. It's like, wow, Florida feels like way older and, you know, not as up to date as, right. you know, the California version. Yeah. 
Space Mountain for me is I will I will say first of all I want to say I don't true I think there's like non Disney fans like to believe there's like a rivalry between like Disneyland and Disney World I don't subscribe to that at all no <laughs> um, no but I think most people would agree on the basics of like w- what attractions are better where uh, you know whether you identify as like a worlder or a lander I think everyone can agree like. Indiana Jones is better than Dinosaur. <laughs> right. Disneyland right. Space Mountain is better. The whole thing. Um, but I will also say, I never miss Space Mountain and Magic Kingdom. I love it, even though knowing Disneyland's is superior. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. It's definitely like a check mark. like have to do this have to do anytime it. I visit. So joyful. Like, I squeal with delight on that ride. Also, no, <laughs> like, squeal with delight and fear being like, my hands, my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose something. Yeah. yeah. I can't hear anything. Now it's loud. Okay, so <laughs> like, just... the Space Mountain concept was a descendant of the first Disney mountain attraction, the Matterhorn Bobsleds in Disneyland, which opened in 1959. Mm-hmm. Space Space Mountain mm-hmm. opened in 1975 at Magic Kingdom, and then it was so popular that then they opened it in Disneyland in 1977. Mm. Okay, so that that, that tracks. Yep, <laughs> that fits right that in with what I right. thought. So then they were able to take out the kinks. You have dual, you know, two riders sitting next to each other, and they also have a track where you can pull the ride vehicle off to the side to be able to load your slower loaded guests, maybe folks yes. in wheelchairs all that good stuff they don't have that so, luxury at walt disney world i mean it was improved in so many ways within a very short amount of time actually i think they opened like it and instantly were, were like we got to build this again what would we change boom they were like we got ourselves a weenie <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah it's funny as an operator riding that for the first time that was one of the first things I noticed. I was like, oh, my God, they have a spur track. Like, you can pull over a, a vehicle, take all the time you need to load and unload, and then put it back on without affecting the rest of the ride. That was that was a, that was was a kind of an eye-opening experience for me to see that. That was amazing. I also find that when new attractions are created without that ability, it blows my mind. Oh. Right? I, like, we that could still have a happens, whole podcast right? about that. Like, mark that one. Because I've... I have been involved in a couple of attractions that have opened where we've talked about it, and it's like, what? Why is that not even? It ultimately it comes down to money, right? That's, sure. that's But it is. It's it's like a, a moment of like, why do we not have that at every attraction? Totally. That we that we would open from this day. That should have been like a proclamation, like from this day forward. <laughs> right. After we open this. Uh, it just needs to happen. It, it, it's such a, a time saver. I agree, and just like. Yeah, time. It's and everybody wins, like in the, right. Like after the initial investment, I suppose, or any financial upkeep to it, like every, all everybody wins. Like it, like you said, it doesn't slow down the rides. All participants can get on and off easily. It's a whole thing. Yeah, that's yeah, a separate. Agreed. That's the Patreon episode. <laughs> right. ADA compliance in your local theme parks. <laughs> yes. Okay, right. Right. Um. Yeah, that's a good one. Disneyland. I also love that we've decided to start with a topic that we're all like familiar with, but not like 
expert level. Like, if anyone, <laughs> like, right. had we started with, like, um, Discovery Island, I mean, I would have, I could have just talked for hours <laughs> on Animal and Kingdom's there's probably, Discovery Island. We have that listener that's, like, the Disneyland expert that's like, what oh my God, are they so doing? Right I apologize. <laughs> I, I sincerely apologize. And I invite you to come back next week because we will really be experts at this point. But I think it goes to show you that we're just super fans of theme parks and especially Walt Disney World ones and this is us getting to be able to speak of our love and appreciation of them right this is the it's like the origin story right it's super important I feel like you can't talk about Magic Kingdom without talking about Disneyland first and we didn't even touch on at all California Adventure right right. which is actually what I want to hear actually both of your takes on Disney's California Adventure I've been lucky enough to sit in on some um they're not TED Talks, but I don't have a better way to say them, of people who have opened that park and the original concept to where they are and instantly going, what did we do? Interesting. <laughs> I think I think it's fascinating. I love it now for what it is, but I can't imagine having gone to it when it opened and wanting it to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely an interesting – because in 2010 when I went for the first time – it was there and it it was such a weird like I couldn't wrap my head around like what actually is this it feels like a dedication to California yeah but I also am really confused yeah. comparing it to other you know <laughs> parks that we had at Disney it, it was hi weird. please travel yeah. to California to go to this theme park where we make you go through different parts of California that, so I agree. Right. That was kind of my take on it too. It's like, no, okay, cool. We get it. Like we that's why I'm here. I'm in California. Like I'll spend the money. I'll go by myself. Like I can go see <laughs> all these sites you're showing me that are like 40 minutes for free. Right. Um, right. But I think it's I think and I don't I actually admittedly do not know a ton about California Adventure, but from a like a logical perspective, Disney, knowing that Disneyland is such a locals park in general, it kind mm-hmm. of makes sense that they would like throw in some like n- tribute and nostalgia to California. If you, you know, knowing that it's a locals park, so if you're live in Southern California, you go to Disneyland often, you would you want to go somewhere that feels super comfortable. So it kind of makes sense. I'm trying to think of like if there's another <laughs> real world example of that, but. Um, I don't know. From a logical perspective, that makes sense of where maybe what they were trying to do, but in execution, it didn't, you know, totally work out the way they wanted. I like it now, though. I mean, I guess I haven't been in a while, but I enjoyed a lot of part parts of that park. I feel like yeah. um, I like that it has kind of two um, reveal moments. I, I feel like like once you get through the front door, or front you know turnstiles and gates, like you're like, oh, this is I love it. I love this you know the whole like old los angeles look and the whole thing but then there's a whole other like reveal moment when you get to the the pier area when you're like overlooking the lagoon and the fun wheel or whatever and that's another kind of like beautiful pause moment um it's kind of that castle moment but but california park gets two of them actually i think Mm -hmm. which i like well i think that's that was the interesting part for me was when you walked into california adventure Uh, now i'm going to speak of pre uh uh, I don't even know what they would call it now, but like what it, what it used to be, yeah. the California, you know, yes. Super adventure. Yeah. Um, you, like when you walked in, there really wasn't a, 
uh, castle moment. It was like yeah. you looked down and you saw the uh, – oh, gosh, I'm blanking on the name. But the restaurant that's down there. Um, oh. What the heck? What is the name Car- of that restaurant? Carthay Circle? Carthay Circle, yeah. So you saw that kind of down there. But it wasn't until you walked through, you know, the old – like you said, the old uh, uh, old feel, old California, you know. And you, you, you know, you saw the tracks for the trolley car, but there was no castle moment until yeah. you got further in and then had that, uh, to me, that is the castle moment yeah. when you walk in and you see um, what was Paradise Pier, now Pixar Pier, uh, across Which the water. Which is stunning. I mean, it is like jaw-dropping, <laughs> like the view, yeah. especially on oh, this like California beautiful. sunny day. Yep. I do love that. I'm really excited I, the, to see what that park becomes because, like, you know, once I think they decided that they were going to abandon the whole, oh, hey, come to California within California and just make it a Disney theme park with IP, like, things that we know, then now they're kind of going down this route where we have Pixar Pier and that's super beautiful with all of these fun attractions that we want to go to. And I'm really excited yeah. for Marvel Land, whatever it might be, yeah. that they're going to be opening. Yeah, too. So I think it's going in the right yeah. direction. I think it's going to be neat. It's definitely uh, was there, what, a couple of weeks ago? And uh, I, I love the direction that they've gone. And I, and I love, I mean, just when they added Cars Land. Oh, I yeah. I think it was like the I've milestone. i Cars Land. Oh, uh, that, that was like. I gotta go. To me, that was like the, that was like the, 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 the stamp in time of like, oh, it, it, like it was like everything was pre Cars Land and now it's post Cars sure. Land. Like yeah. I feel like Disney went down this amazing uh, road of completely immersing the guests into a movie or a story. Totally. Uh, Cars Land is just boy, that was amazing. Yeah, that was a great moment. I'm just, yeah, I think that was a that was a game changer. Like the combination of Cars Land and. Um, I think probably happening about the same time of like the Harry Potter Hogs Hogsmeade mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. construction. I think that definitely was like a shift in themed entertainment. Yeah, and it it's it was different <laughs> from then on for the better. And we yeah. haven't looked back since with Fantasyland no. to then you know Pandora, and now we're getting Star Wars. Like that's just the way of the right. future. Marvel, everything. I like yep. it. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, so if I go back to like 2010 version mm-hmm. of California Adventure. The thing that I loved the most was the animation building. <gasps> oh, that was so right. S- oh my gosh, I could have I could have spent hours sitting in there. It, it was it, Cheryl. Did you have you experienced? Yeah, that? absolutely. I've charged many a phone battery there. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're a robot. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, I recharged I myself. That's where low battery mode kicked in, and I just found an outlet. But. I mean, the books and the, like, drawing, and they have so many wonderful things in there. I just, That's, even that main room where it's just, like, the yeah. music and the all those screens with, like, it goes from, like, concept art to drawings to, like, the actual images. Oh, my God. It's, it, I get, like, emotional. And I don't, yeah. I mean, I, again, I love, I love Disney movies probably more than your average person, but I'm not obsessed with disney characters like in any way and mm-hmm. i get emotional in that building molly i need to yeah, see there's... there when you go to animators palette okay well it sounds like we need to book a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> i love that you knew that that's true I'd animators like palette 
that's like a that is a whole yeah it's like a, like a a similar experience for sure. Oh, gosh, that's and so then a whole a whole other like there's just more to it that's even more fun. And but... you're eating. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that I, I, the the animation just walking in there and it's like it just punches you like nostalgia. Yeah just comes and punches you in the face and yeah. you just you just love it you yeah. absolutely love it and i like you're saying sure all the, like the little offshoots like there's the drawing room thing where you I, um is that what that's called it's not called the drawing room <laughs> <laughs> it was probably one of their concept names <laughs> and they were like you're fired whoever suggested that. um you know what I'm talking about. And then I remember going in, like, there's, like, the Beast Library and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then Ursula's, like, where you can record your voice or whatever, yeah. the sing singing thing. That's yeah. a really special building, which it sounds like I'm so glad it exists because I don't know in the, like we were saying before, that we all like the idea of, like, going into these, like, IP-themed world immersive experiences. Something like the animation building may not make the final cut in – Right. Land, future lands like that. So I'm just happy it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. It's also is it is good for charging and like. Air I think was it is it the Animation Academy? Is that what we're yes. trying yes, to figure out there? There we go. Called. Yeah. Thank you. The drawing room. The drawing. Room. <laughs> it's like Clue. It's like Mrs. Potts <laughs> in the drawing room. Uh, uh, that's a great idea there. Uh. <laughs> friend but mm. They're like could you go uh, get us uh, more coffee thanks right right um i love it i have some if anyone's interested just some fun facts about disneyland i'd like to share Please. oh right we're talking about disneyland yeah let's do that um that i like that are too kind of good for to not to share um first off is i definitely remember this from last trip but I'm sure everyone who's familiar with Disneyland has heard about the feral cats. Yes. <laughs> that, oh, yes. That roam around. And I guess they're not. Do we consider them feral cats or are they just Disneyland's cats? There's a whole Instagram for Is it. Is there veterinary care for them? <laughs> no. no. I yeah, I don't know that it would be considered feral at this right. point. They're like, they are domesticated Disney cats. They're employed. They have insurance. <laughs> right. They have an Instagram called Cats of Disneyland. And when the mice are away, the Disney. Oh, wow. Land cats can play. Right. Oh so, my gosh! So I have never a, seen this. This is a real thing. It's like they, they're, um, you know, I'm sure like most places, but Disneyland definitely was experiencing like rodent issues, which there's irony there, obviously, with Mickey Mouse, I suppose. Um, <laughs> and they brought they brought in, or I guess allowed these cats to like live and breed, I suppose, and they like take care of the rodent situation. They like. Take care of it, and it's amazing. And I do, I do actually remember seeing a couple of cats. I, I think they're mostly out at night, I suppose. Um, but I do remember seeing one or two cats just like in the bushes or on like a berm or something, and being like, "Oh my god, it's a cat!" Like I was way more excited <laughs> to see a cat than Goofy, like any day. <laughs> but I just love that. Well, it make it makes sense because, like, I mean, if you, I don't know, just like growing up on a farm. Uh, when I was a kid, it was common to see cats. Like people would put cats into barns and things yeah. like that because of the rats or rodents that you would have, yeah. and to keep them away. So I think back then that made complete sense. Like, oh yeah, how do we take care of our mice problem? Like, just put some cats in, right? It's so good. And yeah. I like that it still exists today. Like they haven't 
been like, no, now we do chemicals. <laughs> like it's just yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure they do. We have a, we have a natural approach. Right. I love it. <laughs> So a- I'm actually I'm actually looking through this Instagram and I'm <laughs> amazed at how many cat pictures there are. <laughs> there are a lot. This is fantastic. And whether or not like, they were purposefully it. put there, I don't think that they've been asked to leave, and that's ultimately no. what's important. Correct. Yeah, they've definitely yeah. they've embraced the cats like they're not. And Magic Kingdom stopping. used to have a ton of cats before um, they built the new Fantasyland area. And I think that's where Seriously? their home was. I, I distinctly remember many a night in the Magic Kingdom when I was just adventuring around there. And they'd be jumping from trash can to ground and you'd thought that they were a large <gasps> raccoon. How funny. That is wild. Where did they go? That makes me sad. There's a lot. And I'm sure people have seen them. They've moved into the apartments behind Magic I'm pretty Kingdom. pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> One of us are crossing. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if there's ever been a guest. I'm sure this has happened, but like, do you think any guests have tried to take? Yeah, the I did, and I got asked to leave. For sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And I was gonna say I would would have tried. Like, if I could get my hands on one, I would. That would be something I would try to take for sure. Okay. Yeah. Disney. Yeah, cat. for sure. That's. I yeah. Like, I, uh, if we could just have someone call in right now, yeah. uh, if you could tell us yeah. if you've stolen a cat. Let us let us yeah. know. Hotline is open. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, all right, here's another good fun fact for you, which I think is pretty well known. Um, but Walt had a very small apartment above the firehouse on Main Street, which is an official land. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is, from what I can gather, has been like super duper preserved in like um, the 1950s callback to the Victorian era. So it's just this like, right. funny little mashup of different um like design statements it's like bright red or like cranberry red i think it's called um and so it's totally locked up but some on specific tours or i guess certain vips can have access to it for a tour Um, i have not been up there have any of us seen this apartment in real life yes (gasps) i actually have i i had a a fun it was one of the trips um out there and uh, it was one of those things where somebody knew somebody and yeah. it just it worked out and we got to go up there and it was again like one of those moments that kind of like what I referred to earlier where you're just like wow yeah, this is Walt was here you know this was his place to spend time it was just a it was, and it was like you said it is like preserved yeah. <laughs> uh, and just a really great a great thing to see and just a, a a step back in time and to make you just kind of like almost like imagine like oh wow this is where walt spent his night if he you know wasn't able to go home because he was here so much and and then there's that cool thing about the light um like the what was it it was there was a light that was in the window that that's basically how the cast members knew if walt was around was the light was on. Oh, interesting. I don't I did not see that. That's cool. Yeah, and then if it wasn't on, then they knew like, okay, we can like relax just a little bit. <laughs> Walt's not here. Uh, but I, there was something to do, and I don't know the full story here, but now the light, if you go to the park, the light is always on. Ooh. As like That's, that kind of special, yeah, that just gave me you chills. know, moment. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> cool cuz they they talked about that when we went on the tour up there. And so yeah, whenever you're there, if you look up, and you see the light, you know Walt's there. That's beautiful. 
Yeah, really cool. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, here's another fun fact for you. The uh, Disneyland King Arthur carousel is older than the park itself. Wow. It was built in 1922 for a, like, um, beachside attraction, like a old amusement park somewhere. I think they said. That's crazy. Sunnyside Beach Park in Toronto. Isn't that wild? That's cool. I do love a good carousel myself. I don't. I enjoy that very much. It is funny how the carousel, like how old that is and how fun that. I mean, it is fun now, but like, can you imagine back in the day of oh, like, God. oh my God, I mean, talk we're going to go on the carousel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah love that. Um, so the other fun fact I have here is, I mean, could probably lead to just a teeny bit of discussion. Um it's a two-part fun fact so first um it goes back to like the funding of the park which we didn't really touch on basically like no one would give walt disney or walt disney productions money to make this because it was just unheard of it was it was that's so a crazy risk. idea yeah <laughs> it was, i mean it was i can picture that man with a like a cigar saying that um, <laughs> right so there were a couple kind of like pretty savvy business things that went on um to get some funding but i thought one of the coolest ones was that Walt went to a kind of struggling TV uh, station, ABC, who was having a hard time competing with the other um, TV stations at the time. And said, I wonder if they made it. Right. <laughs> I'm not familiar. Um, and basically the deal was if you give us, you know, a large percentage of some funds to get this park built, uh, we'll give you a weekly... Um, show basically and the show was called walt disney's disneyland and it was for the year up to and then beyond the opening of the park week by week walt disney would host basically a special doing you know shorts or talking about attractions coming to disneyland so it was like basically a commercial (laughs) it's so smart it was so smart so smart and um for so many reasons just kind of like the press involved and the they got the funding and this whole kind of relationship that clearly is still going on today um which leads to my second little fun fact here of that um among disney fans or or maybe not fans sometimes there's a little bit of like hating going on when you see sponsorships go up in the park or oh yeah i remember there was a bit of an uproar i mean anytime there's a change i feel like fans go you know certain fans go a little nuts um but i remember when everybody was super upset that like there were starbucks in the park (laughs) <laughs> and I remember being like, but do you remember when we were kids and McDonald's was in the park? Like, yeah. It was just all yeah. over. But this this is not, that's not a, a thing from the 90s or 2000s. This is from day one of Disneyland that there were sponsors for like most attractions, again, for funding to get stuff built, especially like in Tomorrowland and such. Um, it's just super interesting that like fundraising or like the sponsorship is such a part of the DNA of Disney parks. Um I love yeah, it. <laughs> I mean, and I feel like even today you still see it a lot with like, yeah. uh, what is it like Epcot, right? Totally. HP for you Mission see all those attractions Space, like... Chevrolet for right. Test Track. Right. Yeah. Kodak. Yeah, it, it's. I feel like it's it's something that I don't know. I I don't understand why people hate on that. Right. Like, if somebody's gonna pay, like, if I'm building a theme park and a business is like, oh, I'll pay for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And all you want is me to put your name on it? Okay, great. And I think it's just jarring sometimes when people recognize a brand <laughs> and they're like, get out of my, I don't need to be advertised to at Disney. And you're like, you, that, I mean, 
the other thing about Disney World is that, or Disneyland specifically, is they were they were advertising their current and upcoming films in the park as well. Like <laughs> right. P- Peter Pan wasn't a classic when Peter Pan Ride was made. That was it was a contemporary ride. You know, um, yeah. a lot of pushback yeah. these days is like, why would you put Frozen in the parks? It's not a classic yet. And you're like, well, <laughs> it will be, and it <laughs> <Right>. kind of is. <laughs> like it's just um, it's interesting. We, I mean, that's a podcast episode two titled right. Haters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haters. God, we have so much content coming your way. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those are those are kind of my my fun facts that I thought were very very interesting. I love um, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's and it's funny because I'm I'm sure there's like a laundry oh, list. So many. Yeah. 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 So many. Um, yeah. Oh, that's the whole thing. The one of the speaking of like marketing and advertising when Disneyland was originally opening this opening the Sleeping Beauty Castle throughout promotions and during planning was just referred to as like the medieval castle and then the decision was made to call it the sleeping beauty castle because it was the upcoming feature film release so it was just a contemporary tie-in that stuck and it's just so interesting oh how interesting Mm -hmm. i didn't know that yeah so it's all it's always marketing disney also not only changed themed entertainment but changed marketing as we know it, I think, with merchandising and tie-ins and everything. So fascinating stuff here, guys. Yeah, it's so smart. I, I feel like Walt Disney was such a – God, he was just such an innovator and a, a pretty smart businessman, yeah. you know, creative, but also like – I mean, between the two of them, they had everything covered, yeah. you know, the brothers. And just like a nut. Like most right. of these ideas were – totally nuts but like him, <laughs> you know and and probably stressed everyone around him out constantly i mean i there's a lot of admiration there but i don't i'm not convinced i would have loved to be a part of the, that team because it just sounds insane <laughs> like the oh no yeah if, <laughs> if if you were to come to me and be and he came to me with those ideas i'd be like you're out of no no i'm out yeah you sound like a psychopath <laughs> you have no money right <laughs> he's like i'm going to abc you're like mm, okay <laughs> 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 but anyway those are all my fun facts i love disneyland it sounds like i need to go back yeah i think we need to plan um, a trip to experience some stuff um to see it again because yeah i need to see cars land i think that's what i've learned mostly today well and you know i mean if like i mean talking about it today there's so much great stuff but i feel like it's a really cool time right now i mean obviously star wars but just because like i think it's one of those moments of somebody was saying that it's like the first time in x amount of whatever that there's no construction oh interesting yeah it's like like set for a teeny bit yeah no walls because like obviously they did a lot of work to get it to where it needs to be for star wars and it's just a cool time to go to see a park without any construction walls up anywhere yeah all right disneyland here we come (laughs) (laughs) anyone else have anything to add before we sign up no i've already talked about my doritos I mean, you had that locked low. That was, yeah. yeah, you have some great uh, pieces. That was great. I love it. I'm excited to see what else you got in that noggin. Guys, I got a lot of content <laughs> for a lot of episodes. I'm ready for it. Come join us on this adventure with us. I love it. All right. Yeah, this is really yeah. fun. I know. I'm having a good time. Well, I'm sweating, though. 
<laughs> I don't. <laughs> I can't tell if it's because it's the temperature in this room, or I just love this topic so much. <laughs> Let's go with the latter. Oh my god! With that image. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you. Signing off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>